Welcome to Seizure Salad with test subject Micah B, a salty, slightly cynical account of neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side. Let's touch about some of the other peer groups uh, that you were talking about, because this is really cool. We don't oftentimes think about the toll and um, that that the people surrounding the epileptic goes through uh, and and the emotional stuff, the fear, the concern, um, the family, friends, care, caregivers. Uh, let's start off with caregivers. We've got those and we've got some other peer groups. I'll let you take the wheel. So tell us a little bit we'll, about the different peer groups and I'll let you just kind of go through the list and then I'll ask you some questions afterwards. How about that? Perfect. One thing I do want to mention, Micah, um, you mentioned like kids and teenagers. We actually don't have, they're not part of this program. The peer support program is for people 18 and older. But of course, if there are teenagers or kids who need support, we have other programs for them. We have a youth council, which is for teenagers and young 20s and a lot of other stuff. So feel free to reach out to me if Thank you, you have a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> As for the peer support program, another big population we have, which is growing, and I love it, is um, caregivers or parents of kids or individuals with epilepsy. We currently have seven caregiver mentors, I believe. And again, I try really hard to pair up people who have similar cases, similar scenarios, Sometimes we don't. Sometimes the kids may have different types of seizures or one person, one family is paired together where both spouses are mentors and then they're paired with this other family who both spouses are mentees and the wives are paired together and the husbands are paired together, but then they'll meet as a family. And I love it. I love it because they can support each other. They, there's times where both in both families, the kids seizures are uncontrolled and they can call each other. And even if you're a mentor, you think some people get intimidated. Oh, the mentor, they know more and the mentee doesn't know as much. No, we're all people and you both get the same out of it. So whatever your title is, we're just all here to help each other from both sides. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Title mainly. Title mainly. So caregivers mm -hmm. that naturally flows into the other ones you're talking about. Who else do we have on the, on the uh, roster? We have spouses and um, then other family members, spouses and for example, siblings, adult siblings, that's a newer group that we're trying, we're trying to get more people to, um, to what's the word apply and <laughs> volunteer to be mentors for that group, but little by little and also people with NES non-epileptic seizures, a lot of that's, that's a topic that not a lot of people talk about, but we try really hard to support this population as well here at the epilepsy foundation and NES, you may hear it as P NES as well, which stands for psychogenic non-epileptic seizures and a lot of people have both epileptic seizures and non-epileptic seizures. 
Some people only have epileptic seizures. Some people have non-epileptic seizures, but it's all in the same category. And we'll have another talk about that. We'll, we'll explain more about exactly what, what NES is. But with this program, we encourage people to apply who have both, who have just NES, and we'll pair you with someone else who understands what it's like. Nice. Okay. I could see where that would really help because if you have the epileptic seizures and NES, the confusion and, and the stigma that comes along with, with those seizures that you can't track and some of the reactions from some of the um, doctors and, and stuff. Um, you and I had a great talk about that too. It, it can, it can be shaming sometimes and, and that can be completely different. That's completely different than saying, Hey, we know where this is coming from. This is why you're having it because all of a sudden you're treated like an actual medical patient instead of, Oh, you're just a basket case. Go get some treatment or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, again, though, you're right. This is, this is for another topic. We'll be talking about this actually in the next episode or two. Um, so we've got the, uh, support, the peer support group for NES as well. So, um, as we said, this is, there's people you work with that are actually very, very knowledgeable about NES. And, um, I have a vague idea. You have a much better idea of it than I do, but yeah, this will be something that we're going to, hopefully we'll get a lot more information on it and we'll be able to come back and go in depth on it. So, Nice. Nice. Thank you so much for uh, kind of giving us the rundown on the peer support program. And if you if you're just getting your feet wet into reaching out to the Epilepsy Foundation, personally, I think maybe this aside from like just getting in touch with a uh, case manager, that's definitely so you, you want to talk to one one on one a little bit. So you guys get an idea and can understand what's going on. And um but the peer support is a great way to start um, working some of this stuff as you work the steps, because sometimes it's really hard to uh, get yourself to go forward because when you're down, it's some, just those first few steps of opening up is the hardest. Um, so it's, it sounds to me like these peer groups are a great way to have that support, especially during that starting out period. So definitely. Yeah. 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 Like you said in the beginning, it's scary with any diagnosis and so many people feel alone. And then when you think, okay, I'm, maybe there is a foundation I can reach out, but now what do I say? What, what am I supposed to ask for? Right. This would be a great start. Some people say, well, can I find a support group? But that's still intimidating because it's a group and there's a lot of people there watching you <laughs> rather than having this is an option to have one friendly person reach out and guide you the rest of the way. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm one of those I'm one of those men that have always, always had a really hard time asking for help. Um, and uh when I went to talk with you guys, I didn't feel like I was judged. Uh, I was, I didn't feel like, like I was any less of a human or even less of a man. If, if, you know, luckily the younger kids, it doesn't matter to them as it much, as much as it was kind of a thing back then, you know, and I'm really proud of, that it's changed that way. Um, 
but yeah, it's, but after I talked with you guys, I didn't feel that way anymore. And I felt like you guys aren't judging me. You're not, I'm not being like critiqued. And that's the thing too. This isn't a scientific, this isn't going like clockwork orange. They're going to put toothpicks in your eyeballs and make, you know, and write notes or they're not plugging you into machines and all that other stuff that you've already been through too many times. They're human beings that are talking to you. They're just, they're just here to talk and to help you out. So, um, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. I can't wait to talk more about, um, this, you know, I'm sure the, this program will be coming up, um, more and more. If you want to find out more about the program, definitely reach out to Lee at uh, the Epilepsy Foundation, epilepsycolorado.org. If you want to get a little more personal to get online, there's a website there. There's a contact uh, form that you can fill out and they'll reach out back to you. And you guys are really, really uh, quick about being able to reach out to people. So, uh, well, you guys know that we need help. Um, So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Now, next time, when we uh, meet up, we're going to be talking about the other program that you are directly involved with. And this is another one that you really, really love. Um, I'm talking about the preferred provider network. And this one, I'm, I love this one. Anybody who has had to deal with, with the American medical uh, system, I think could use to listen to this next session of uh, the EPCO sessions on seizure salad. So make sure you tune in. If you have any questions, if you have any topics you'd like us to talk about, um, give me a shout, uh, fustercluck at seizuresalad.org or seizures. Uh, you can email uh, on the website, seizures at seizuresalad.org. Or again, reach out to the Epilepsy Foundation as well. Either one of us, I'll make sure if, you, if you're still a little bit hesitant or anything, send me an email anonymously. Um, or reach out somehow, put a message on, on my uh, comments on, on there, and uh, I'll, I'll make sure it gets out to you, and we'll make sure that, that you get the help you need. You don't have to, if you're timid, it's okay, man. You know, reach out. We got your back. Uh, next time, like I said, Preferred Provider Network. We'll be talking more in depth about that. Lee, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks, Baker. Thank you. And thank you guys for tuning in to Seizure Salad, the Epco Sessions. This is Mike B-Side, your host and electrostatic meat sack, and your co-host, Lee. Drive fast, take chances, unexpect the expected, and hey, it's not always in your head. We'll see you guys next time. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember, unexpect the expected, and that it's all in your head. <laughs> <laughs>